everybody. Welcome to Common Ground. I'm Jana. Oh, I think she froze. <laughs> I'm Mirage. <laughs> That's Leanna, and I'm Sydney. <laughs> so nice to be with you today. <laughs> oh, she'll come back soon. <laughs> no, I'm here. I see you guys. Yeah, we're here. We got you, Jana. All right. Okay. Nice. <laughs> so I think today we wanted to talk a little bit about um, kind of having goals, setting goals, reevaluating your goals. Um, what does the process of all of that look like? Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't, you know, have to always be at a certain time, but more often than not, people are setting a ton of new goals at the beginning of the year. And, um, what happens after <laughs> what happens after that you know holy month of january does the next month count and so on and so forth so that's kind of a little bit about where we're going today <laughs> there's so much to dive in <laughs> welcome back Leanna. thanks i have no idea what happened like my internet's fine i don't know it is definitely Monday today. What a what a great day to discuss goals, right? Right. Week. That Sunday feeling of like, I'm gonna get all these things done. How do you feel about that on Wednesday? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It is so so funny to have like a fresh Sunday morning and then by the end of the day you're like, oh wow, that was cute of me. <laughs> to think that <laughs> I had that yesterday. I had like so many things to achieve. And then I looked at the end of the day, I'm like, mm -hmm, okay. <laughs> I love that though. It's so yeah. real because it happens to all of us. Yeah, it's so funny. And then Monday rolls around. We're like, well, at least I made soup yesterday for today. And that is a win. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I guess that leads to our discussion perfectly because a lot of, um, goals and success, you know, quote unquote, success around goals has to do with outcomes. Mm -hmm. right? And it makes me actually think of, of a book by um, Seth Godin, The Practice, where he literally begins the book by talking about outcomes because we grow up in a society that's obsessed with them. And it's based on like the industrial revolution period when you have a system and you have certain inputs that lead to an output. <laughs> so goals were actually a lot different then and like easier to measure and easier to see when you're doing maybe like soul crushing work <laughs> to get to a very specific outcome. And it's usually led for you. Right. So like, there's a lot of thought about goals and things that come from that way of thinking. And it's just not really how the word, the world works now especially post-covid right mm -hmm. and that that just came to mind when we were like thinking of like i was like oh i didn't have the outcomes that i wanted for my sunday yesterday <laughs> but what he would say is like it's more about the practice and the process which so many people say but i just feel like that's even more important now <laughs> than before 
Okay. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people talk about the process. <laughs> yeah. Um, and not talk about it in a way like, well, I did this and I did this and I did this because it's going to be my process is different than your process. But if we're not even talking about the process, then it just looks like I landed on the outcome. <laughs> right. <clears throat> right. And there's so much to be said about not reaching your said goal, but it's like, did you just do, did you at least try? Like, did you do things? Um, did you take a moment to reevaluate and ask yourself if this goal is aligning with the things that you're doing? Sometimes I don't think people even reach that step. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder too, with the process, like what do we get so fixated on the goal for whatever the reason is or the outcome that we push ourselves through the process rather than like learning about ourselves through the process. So it's like Sunday, you had all these like things set to do, right? <laughs> but all you, all you did was make soup. Well, you obviously did other things on a Sunday, right? Or maybe you did it. And that was like part of it is that for you to have whatever outcome you desire, different things than you thought were going to happen had to happen. Mm -hmm. So I, at least <clears throat> what I've come to maybe understand better in terms of why I set my own goals for two reasons. One is that, I mean, the process changes all the time. Like have kids and you realize you have these other beings in your life that you're like, we're going to have this kind of day. You're mm -hmm. like, no, no, you're not, <laughs> but you're still going to have a day. So for one, things change all the time, but for two, in the society that we live in and the culture that we're a part of, I think we can also get wrapped up in to what other people's lives look like. And you want your life to look like that too. Or you want to be able to like go out to dinner and tell your friends or some new person that you met, like, this is what my life is like. But mm. what I find more important is feeling. Mm -hmm. I'm going to connect my outcome to a feeling rather than an outcome, I guess then my process, I feel more connected to my process. Mm -hmm. This is like, it feels very difficult to explain because like Mirage, you were saying, you know, we show the process. We don't really show the process. It's like, we have even this new curated way of showing the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's like a YouTube so video isn't really that person's process. That's yeah. a video they made to show you, they know exactly what they're doing. And like for example, like a recipe or something or like yeah. someone's doing their makeup routine. This is exactly how it goes. Yeah, I call yeah. bullshit. <laughs> I guess we can't win because um, when someone is telling me their entire life story in a recipe, I'm like, can you just get to the, the effing recipe? Just yeah. the recipe. I don't need to know what brought you to this recipe. <laughs> like, so you can't win. <laughs> like, recipes are now entire blogs. They also read. Yeah. And, this and one you can I was in the field and I saw an onion. It made me think of this onion soup that I'm about to make today. But I'm still going to hear <laughs> Two about hours before I get that onion recipe. About somebody's grandma's onion recipe that now has been turned into, yeah. I know. No, but to your point, it does make sense. It's like, and it's like not knocking anyone's interest. Like if that is interesting to you and you want to know about that, I love that for you. But you also have to understand like you are only seeing tidbits right now in this country we live in. You're only seeing 
the parts that people want you to see. And sometimes people are showing their raw self. If you know them personally, then you can say that. But sometimes it's not that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does. That just makes me think of this MLM that does this thing called a 21 day fix. And in that 21 days, you do like all these different like little weird thing, like eating things and put these, the food in like little boxes. It's so bizarre. Yes. I felt victim to it when I was a child. Um, that's a whole nother story, but it's like that that process is not enjoyable during the time that I was doing that. I was not happy, but in my head, I was like, it's 21 days. I have to do it for the 21 days. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And never taking a moment to pause and say like, am I even enjoying this? Yeah. What's the outcome? Is it like, so what was the motivation behind that? Probably to like lose 10 pounds or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, like something very superficial. Yeah. Um, but what are you really supposed to gain from that? Like, is it going to bring you inner happiness? I don't really think so. Yeah. In my opinion, but like, you know, there are people that take this stuff and run with it mm-hmm. and they have whole teams and it's a really scary world. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <I'm old. laughs> it's like we have our outcomes and our, our goals and we give so much attention to the arrival. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if we, like not every single stinking step of the way, but what if we we did enjoy and celebrate like the journey, which sounds so cliche mm-hmm. now saying, oh, let's celebrate the journey, but it must be cliche because we must not be doing it lately. Like I heard mm-hmm. morning on the news, uh, an author was talking about a book she wrote on friendship and <clears throat> not being beside the point, but one of the things that she shared, which I found interesting, she was talking about vulnerability and how people need to kind of rediscover the ways in which they can be vulnerable with one another. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, 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 I know vulnerability. But something that was surprising that she said is how can we be vulnerable and share our joy? How can we be vulnerable and share like our little accomplishments? And I feel like that's so much a part of the process, like to share, like, not that this is hard and that I'm making it through it. Like, Hey, I'm doing this thing and I'm really like enjoying it. And, that I don't know that's the stuff that sticks like we have all these new year's resolutions or words of the year or intentions for ourselves like we have to kind of like them as we go through the rest of the year otherwise we're just pushing ourselves into oblivion mm-hmm. yeah and that you know there's so many it always helps to remember why like why we set the goal in the first yeah. place I think for small businesses, that was like one of the first, um, big pieces of advice that stuck with me is like, you need to know why you're doing this. (laughs) Cause as soon as people quit, as soon as it gets hard sometimes, and that's just not the journey you're on. Right. Um, and like motivation or lack of motivation can fuel us in so many different ways. Yeah. Right. Um, Kate shared, uh, uh, she says, I've been trying to break up big goals into sections or tasks. And I think it makes it a lot easier to recognize the journey and celebrate to yes. be vulnerable, like Jana is saying <laughs> now. And then she said, visiting those milestones helps that to remembering why. Yeah, yeah. so true. 
And it helps you figure out where you are on the process and that you're even still on it when it's broken down enough to like understand the journey. Because mm-hmm. I think so many times the goal can look so far away mm-hmm. and those stepping stones. <laughs> and another thing that like Seth Godin shared before is that a good process can lead to good outcomes, but it doesn't guarantee them. <laughs> but like you're still in the process, right? So you're going to learn something. Yeah. Um, maybe it, you, the goal changes. And I think that's what we were talking about is like reevaluating, like maybe you're on step stone, stone three of 15 and it's like the goal changes because yeah. you're on the process and something else. Yeah. Intrinsically motivated is a better fit for you. Right. Yeah. Well, and the, the purpose of, the process for each of us as individuals to, to learn about ourselves. So what if in this learning about ourselves, we learn, oh, maybe I don't want, need, have to have whatever that was, or maybe it looks different. Mm-hmm. It is such a fine line because we were talking the other week about failure mm-hmm. so and giving up. But this whole conversation this morning has me thinking of like, well, it's all just discernment. How do we discern for ourselves? Like, how do we have that self agency and ability to recognize what we consider our right actions and what we consider our right use of energy as we're journeying towards something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's such a good point, Jana, because right now people are hiring coaches for like everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, And it's fine to have a teacher, a coach, a mentor, but that person is not going to lead you to this promised land. (laughs) You have to want that for yourself. And it's like, it's really nice to have a teacher. It's really nice to have a mentor and a coach because they've done something similar or they just have some knowledge that like they can share and that all that's tools, right? That's part of the process of building. I think it's when we start relying on them for to do the action. Or because you want their life. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like Okay. I want, like, they have this thing that is my goal and I want it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that it's, you know, it's got to be for you. I used to struggle with that when I was in my 20s and, like, striving for the life that I wanted. Like, I wanted a boyfriend and I wanted this job and I wanted to you know, be able to pay for my New York apartment rent and then, you know, more things, which is next to impossible. (laughs) But I would, there would be people in my life that not so much as social media back then, but definitely just people I knew that I was like, I really, I would say to myself without saying to myself without thinking about it. Oh, I want their life. I wish I was like them. They have everything I want, but I would stop myself and be like, do I want their life? Would I trade my life for their And that was the thing that stopped me from falling down into that rabbit hole of, of just wanting something that's actually so detached from my own lived experience is someone else's life. Like when did that become our goal? Yeah. Because as much as I am like, wow, they've got it made or that's amazing or look at their business. Like they have a whole bunch of people and things and pets and experiences that are not my life. And I don't want theirs. I don't want all of it. Yeah. And it's like, you can observe it and really pinpoint what you admire about it. Yeah. 
so that you're moving from a place more, I don't want to say positive, but more like fuel oriented than jealousy. <laughs> right. And then you can like bring that stuff to you. Like, yeah. It, yeah. There's something to admiring versus thinking you're less than. Yeah. I think feeling jealousy far away. I think too, like the, sorry. Um, that like we see it and like we get excited by it like it takes our attention it's like it's like watching tv basically like it's something to distract us and it's like we're watching like reality tv shows of everyone's lives um and i think like part of that is then finding that excitement in your own life and the things yeah. that fuel you and the things that like you know deep down like this is what is actually like excites me like when i wake up in the morning and i'm not looking at my phone and i'm not aware of what everyone else is doing like what is it that i want to do like and a lot of that for me personally goes back to dreams and things that i wanted to do when i was a kid like that's ultimately like where a lot of my big goals and dreams and ideas for my life like they stemmed from when i was little and um i tend to go back to those places and think about the feelings i had when i was just a kid of like all the possibilities in the world are there. Like I'm just a kid and I'm going to be an adult one day, but like, I can, I can figure out how to do these things. Like it's possible. Like there wasn't a part of me that felt like I couldn't do those things. I just always thought like, no, like it's possible. I can make it happen. Mm -hmm. That literally Leanna was what was on my mind because I think it's like, as a kid, you don't, you're not hard, right? As a kid, you are, you want a blue popsicle and you want your friend to have a blue popsicle. Like you want everyone to win. And I think when we see other people winning, it brings a sense of anxiety and something inside of people that are like, well, if they have it, can I also have it? Like, is there enough room at the table for everybody? Like that conversation I think resonates big time, especially with small business owners. Cause it's like, yeah. oh, well they're doing it now and they're doing it now. Like, how am I doing it? And then you start to question yeah. your process. So it is, I think when you have that like childlike mentality of like, yes, I can still do it. You know, like, what does it come down to? Keeping that is so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think like kids don't really, it's not even that they don't believe in it, but scarcity hasn't registered with them yet. And in a, another way, I don't even think taking things personally registers with them yet. Yeah. No. Like, I mean, this is like a, a silly example, but adults tend to draw things out and make them mean more than they actually do. Like I have, I have two barfing children right now because that's what stomach bugs do. But it's, that's all it is. It's not like this and all the other things, this and I can't do this thing now. It's just like. I don't feel good, period. Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm going to feel like this forever or what happened to me or did, you know, all this is like, <clears throat> which is kind of something you can learn from them because probably I'm about to get this too. So when it's happening to me, I can be like, okay, this, <laughs> this is just what it is now. Yeah. And I think, should we go there? Maybe we should. <laughs> of course we should. <laughs> like there is what happens and then there's the story around that we create around what happens and then there's the story that we remember in history that our brain creates around the story of the thing that happens right and so it's like we have all of these illusions sometimes in our remembering of things 
And that's why it can get like really confusing too when we're like outwardly searching for meaning constantly. Mm. Right? Tarot could be great in like a, a pathway of like guidance or it could be if you're like relying too much on it, confusing, right? We all love the pattern here, like the mm. out pattern. But if we start listening to that more than our like actual experience in our relationship, yeah. like that can be really hard. It's like, but like the pattern says we're perfect match. And then you're literally fighting every day. <laughs> you know? Like it can be really confusing. Yeah. So it's like that is where it gets so important to like really, again, be present and real and need like, do I need to reevaluate based on my current real experience not what the world is telling me not what i think is supposed to be not that i remember is happened like right now yeah so it's it's almost as though we can say we have these goals we have these aspirations we have all this but we don't need to attach so much meaning to them that we lose like track of just our why like our, if our why is going to change which it might, or if we get deeper into understanding why we're doing something, then the thing that we're doing might change as well, which is like, we all may have thought of goals or words or intentions for the new year. How do they feel like now, even within the four of us? Like how, how do we feel about how we were feeling on January 1st? <laughs> I think I'll be 102 still working on my patience. So... <laughs> It's a process. It's a process for me, honey. <laughs> That's just the way you said that sounded so patient, though. I might take my work on my patience. So it's yeah. working. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. Uh, just keep going in that direction. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so funny because now that I think back to my word of the year, like, okay, so for example, yesterday, there are all these things like I was going to do a certain project for soul. I was going to do a certain project for the house and then I was going to cook, <laughs> but I also had to go grocery shopping, go to Home Depot and blank, whatever. Like I had this whole day planned out, but then I was like, Oh, grocery shopping. Like, Oh, I should stop at Millville market. They're having a grand opening today. And then I went to this like tea company cause I wanted to meet the owner and it was like really awesome. And then, then I went to Home Depot and I saw my, my, my Home Depot guardian angel Preston and we talked for like an hour <laughs> Like, but so now looking back at my Sunday, <laughs> it wasn't what I thought, but my word is like vital and like having evolving like relationships and like feeling energized and like out in the world. And so like, now that I look at my Sunday based on that, like maybe it does fit a little better than what I'm giving myself credit for. Right? And how have you, yeah. how could you have gotten up in the morning and said, I'm going to go talk to a tea shop owner. I'm going to go visit Preston at Home Depot. I'm going to go do it. Like, like how, how would you plan that? Right. Exactly. You can't plan yeah. that. You can't. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting to reflect on that. Huh. My word is lovingly. And um, I feel like I've, since I decided on that word, I felt like lighter in myself, which feels good. I think that feels loving towards myself. Um, and 
I'm kind of in this space more of like letting things like you were saying, Sid, like letting things happen instead of trying to control situations so much. And I think that's for me, that's a very loving thing to do for myself because I'm very I think when I'm in that space of trying to control and I know I know where that comes from. And um, I know that comes from like. A, a difficult place and not a very loving place so that the fact that I'm letting go of some of that control is um, it's the opposite. It's loving. And so um, that feels that feels good. And it's funny because I'm not like tracking like, am I being loving today? Am I doing things lovingly today? <laughs> I'm just like, I just kind of move through my days. And some days, you know, I'm not I'm a little like, the lovingly is ultimately like I'm directing it at myself, but it does, you know, happen for like, it goes out to other people as well. Um, but there's days where I don't feel it. And I'm very, like, very hard on myself. Um, but ultimately, if I look at like the big picture of this last month, it feels very fulfilling. And like something has shifted within me since I chose that word. It's interesting, right? I think that <clears throat> sometimes when I not necessarily feel disconnected, but like I'm not paying attention to my word of the year so much, which happens in great swaths of time very often, but it's, it's as though they're like a pair of glasses and I can put the glasses on and look at my last week or day or something and be like, Oh, there it is. Like they're like secret glasses that are like, here, here's this new perspective that you've, wanted and here's how it's showing up with without you having to do something mm -hmm. um my words receive and it's uh what it's <clears throat> shifting in my life is i do less which is very strange for me and comes up in in different ways like I don't make a bunch of plans for my family on a weekend, which means I literally, it's like I have to sit on my own hands to, <laughs> to just be like, this is just a Saturday and this is just a Sunday and we're just going to see like how it goes. But even this last weekend, like things happened. Things like it, I had enjoyable moments and projects got done and, you know, baths were getting, like all these things happened and I didn't have to, put them in motion so I think mm -hmm. for me it is interesting to look back on my weekend and be like oh there it is there's there's that thing you wanted a little bit more of which is having to do less really yeah and that's something too like when you are in a process results are more of a byproduct than like the goal being the result. I don't know how to explain. I guess like with word of the year, it's kind of like a a blanket. <laughs> it's not a goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like having trouble explaining this in words, but <laughs> it's like a good guide where it's not an end point. And I think that's helpful. Yeah. So I'm curious to hear from people that set proper like resolutions, you know, yeah. not that it's bad if we're just, I'm just like curious about like the timing of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. like the process of them because word of the year is a little different yeah it's interesting well and I 
I think we picked word of the year too, because that relationship with goals and outcomes and going after what you want is something we all find so malleable and so shifting and so changeable that it's like we create things that fit into the context of perhaps that feeling we want to derive for mm-hmm. 2023, yeah. um, which kind of in a way it's like cop out. <laughs> you didn't do any goals because you, you're letting them all change. But <laughs> what if we allowed that too? Like, yeah. yeah. Like I would love to hear from someone who is like very type A goal oriented, right? Just to hear like another opinion. <clears throat> that it's like steadfast schools and that's the way it is, you know, cause that works for people, right? Mm-hmm. It's just all depend- again, going back mm-hmm. to discernment, it just depends mm-hmm. on how you show up and work in the world, <clears throat> be in the world. Yeah. <laughs> just to allow all of our goals as that's what we're calling them right now to be set for different reasons and to be you know accomplished or non-accomplished like there isn't this it can feel so much like a a test that you pass and you fail and maybe you do but maybe it's okay to fail a goal you set because that whole idea of paying attention to the process along the way mm-hmm. like a new a new thing you want for yourself might have sprung up mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I mean, there's many a time when I do, I have a goal to teach myself a yoga pose, teach myself a yoga pose. I don't learn that. Well, whatever. I, I'm in the pose, but I don't embody the pose in the way that I had set out to. Mm-hmm. But along the way, different things in my body change and my practice advances, so to speak, in a different way. So I'm never necessarily disappointed by something. So Sometimes I have to set a goal for myself within my practice if I want something to change, but with the openness, knowing that I don't even know what's going to change yet. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's so much more I want to say, but I just, it's going to be another two hours of conversation. So <laughs> pin on it. I feel like you're that that is embodying so much patience, though, because you're like, you know, yeah. it can wait. It can wait. It can wait. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're always excited to come here and and talk without having any answers because yes. that's. Mm-hmm. There's, a, I think, a practice in conversation, too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Well, thank you all for being here with us. Thanks, Kate. And we will be here again next week, same time. Yep. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.